through these halls walk the best people in the industry. There's a bond at Lee Company and it's hard to describe. You have to feel it to experience it. We all play a bigger part in the overall picture of what this company does and that's what I love about this. Just like us, our customers are people and we have to treat them that way. If we ever get to the point where we treat our customers like accounts or bills or invoices or projects, then we're missing the point. The one thing that's kept me here at Lee Company is the high amount of talent uh, and the high caliber of people and employees that I'm surrounded by each and every day when I come to work. To me, the Lee Company family is like one big puzzle and it takes all of us to keep that family running. To honor God by serving people with respect, integrity, and compassion. Uh, to me, that is what is most important about Lee Company. Welcome to the Thrive Podcast. This is Jason Cruz, the chaplain of Lee Company, and I'm telling you, this is gonna be an exciting adventure. This is our very first podcast for the Thrive Experience, and I, I really do think it's gonna answer a lot of questions. You know, it's gonna be there for you to have something investing in you, having a company. I mean, think about it. How, how many times have you ever heard of a company that just invests in their employees time and time again in different ways? And I don't know, it just it's kind of humbling to me to get to be a sw very small part of that, and uh, it's just neat to see. So I, I hope that you use the Thrive Podcast, and uh, we're going to, listen, we're going to cover some awesome topics. I've got a long list of everything from interviews with people within our corporate group uh, on residential, commercial, FM Squared, our different vertical markets, government, uh, you name it. We're going to do interviews with people and, and what they see and what they're experiencing and how they're growing. We're going to also do things that deal with your, your marriage, your kids, your money. You know, how do you deal with challenges within the workforce and with people you work right along with? So it's going to be truly relevant and something that is where the rubber meets the road. So today we are going to uh, tackle what I'm calling the silent enemy that stalks every leader. Not long ago, I did a study uh, on my own, just in the book of Proverbs. And before you think you're going to get a sermon, I can promise you that you're not. A lot of these Thrive podcasts uh, will, will just be issues that relate to life and work. And uh, But sometimes we're definitely going to have issues that you know, hit our spiritual and emotional side that God made us. And today is a little bit in one of those ways. Um, not long ago, I, I did a study in the chapters of Proverbs, and I got to noticing a simple theme. There's 31 chapters in the book of Proverbs, and in almost every single chapter, there was at least one verse within that chapter that talked about the dangers of an arrogant spirit or an arrogant mindset, an arrogant heart, a prideful heart. I really believe with all my heart that the silent enemy that stalks every leader is arrogance, an uncoachable spirit. You know, you've seen it a million times growing up, man. I saw athletes have it. In fact, I mean, it's it's hit me at times. It's hit you at times. We we all have it within us. There's, there's no doubt about it. Arrogance and really more than arrogance, being uncoachable, not, not having yourself or your heart in a position where, where you can take criticism, where you can take rebuke, where you can take someone 
trying to help you and love you enough, somebody that actually cares enough to tell you where you're, you're missing it. That's really love, if you think about it. That's, that's love in a nutshell. You know, I've said a million times, don't ever tell me you love me if, if you don't love me enough to tell me when I'm doing something that could hurt me, my family, an attitude, a, a purchasing pattern, a, 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 life, a life issue, a relational issue. If you don't love me enough to call me out for all the right reasons, that's not love at all. That's neglect. Uh, so let me just cover a couple of quick things about why an arrogant or an uncoachable spirit is so dangerous. When it comes to lead company, I talk to a lot of new hires all the time. And one of the things I find myself talking to them about when it comes to how they can thrive within lead company's corporate culture, one of the first things I tell them is if you can't get your mind and your heart wrapped around the idea of servant leadership, you're probably not going to last very long. And I'll tell you why I think that. Being the chaplain, I've, I've obviously worked with a lot of people in our company personally, behind closed doors, uh, from the highest levels to the, to the newest levels. And, you know, the heartbeat of our company is, is we are unique. We, arrogance doesn't thrive at Lee Company at all. It doesn't mean that we don't have arrogant people. I mean, you know, any of us can fall into that pattern. But if you can't get your mind around what it means to support your team, if you can't get your mind around what it means to have a coachable spirit, you're, you're probably just not going to last very long. Let me tell you why I believe arrogance and an uncoachable spirit is so dangerous. The, the first truth I think that it does to us is that it causes us to have diminished judgment. An uncoachable spirit, an arrogant spirit, will cause you to have diminished judgment. I'll never forget watching Buster Douglas knock out Mike Tyson. It was the first time Mike Tyson was knocked out. I, I was watching that fight. I was in grad school and I just couldn't believe it. You know, nobody had ever done that. I mean, not even close. Mike, Mike Tyson's fights never lasted usually more than 30 to 45 seconds. It, it was the most amazing thing to ever see. But there's this iconic picture of Buster Douglas standing over Mike Tyson flat on his back. Tyson looking up and, you know, totally knocked out. I watched an interview with Mike Tyson one time about that fight. You know what he said? He said, I just didn't train. I, I didn't train as hard as I should. I, I was at the peak of my career. I thought everything was great. I, I thought I, nobody could beat me. I thought I was all that in a bag of chips. And I just didn't take Buster Douglas seriously. He was a no-name in my opinion. And boy, did I pay for it. And that was a humble thing for him to say. It's true that... When you are arrogant or when you can't listen or when you can't be coached or when, when you, whether it's in your marriage or whether it's with friends that are close to you or whether it's with your direct report, when you have an arrogant spirit, it clouds your heart and it clouds your mind. You don't have the ability to see clearly. You're just not objective. You have diminished judgment. It's like the guy that thinks he's a world-class swimmer. So he jumps into the Mississippi River at flood stage because he's a great swimmer. Well, he's also an idiot because he's 
overestimated his ability to swim well, the judgment is diminished because arrogance literally clouded his judgment. I love what Paul said in Romans 12.3. He said, I say to everyone among you not to think more highly of yourself than he ought to think, but to think so as to have sound judgment as God allotted to each a measure of faith. I'm going to read that again. I say to everyone among you not to think more highly of yourself than you ought to think, but to think so as to have sound judgment as God has allotted to each a measure of faith. Sound judgment. In other words, what's the reverse of that? If you think more highly of yourself than you should, if you're not coachable, you do not have sound judgment. That's what he's saying. And it's so true. I really believe with all my heart that one other key component of an uncoachable spirit is that failure is inevitable. If you have an arrogant spirit with your wife or your husband, if you have an arrogant spirit with your strategic business contacts, anywhere in life, if you have an arrogant, uncoachable spirit, inevitably, failure is coming at you. How many times have you heard it quoted, that verse in Proverbs 16, verse 18, pride goes before destruction. A haughty spirit before a fall. Pride goes before destruction. How many times have you ever seen somebody fall on their face morally only to get up and say, I tell you what, I am the man. I'm the best. No. Oh my gosh, no. I mean, pride comes before. Before everything comes crashing down, arrogance enters your heart first. Before you lose your job over arrogance, it was because arrogance entered your heart and it caused you to lose your, your employment or, or to lose your marriage, to lose a great friend. Humility is the pathway to wisdom. That, that's where it comes from. It's, it's in knowing that, you know, I don't care if I am an executive. I don't care if I am a brand new technician. I don't care if I've been married for 10 years or been married for 30. I'm not there yet. I, I have a lot to learn. I, I, you know, that's, that's one of the things I love about so many of our leaders at Lead Company. You see them as lifelong learners. You see so many of our leaders that got to leadership and they got to those levels because they realized they, they, they're not there yet. They haven't arrived and they never will arrive. The pathway to wisdom is through humility. The scriptures say that where there is strife, there is pride, but wisdom is found in those who take advice. Wisdom is found in those who take advice. Proverbs 13.10 So today... Perhaps your greatest injection into your heart is giving yourself the ability to, to learn that people that come to you with insights or even straight out critiques, most of the time they're not being ugly or being mean. Now, there are some people that are. They just want to one-up you or they want to you know, slide a dagger into your heart. Or they want to say something ugly. But let me tell you, most of the time, especially with people that lead they're, they're really trying to help you get better. I want to give you two, two practical steps that you can take that, that I employ in my own life. Just some things I've tried to do over my own journey to help me keep a, a haughty spirit, a uncoachable spirit, to keep that out of my life. The, the first actually came from my wife years ago, and it was a question. And let me tell you what happened. I was pastoring a church 
at the time, and some of our leaders were frustrated over a couple of decisions we had to make, and and they were frustrated with me, and, and I was frustrated with them. We just kind of, the, the ball had stopped moving down the field on this particular issue, and I can't even remember what it was. But I do remember that it, it was significant at the time, put it that way. And I came home, man, I was madder than snot, you know, just everybody was a jerk, and nobody was listening to me, and they should be listening to me. I'm the leader, and and I was just frustrated, and I was telling her, you know, telling Michelle why I was frustrated. And and then she asked me a question, and, and she said, I, I want you to step back a second. And I wasn't, you know, I wasn't blowing, going crazy, but I mean, I was definitely frustrated. And, and in some ways, you know, just, just banging my head against the wall and really not looking at, at the whole picture. And, and she said this to me. I, I would never forget it. I don't know why I remember it so clearly, but we were standing in our kitchen. And she said, I want to ask you, and I just want you to, to really try to put all of yourself aside for a second. Could they be right? Could they be right? Is there anything that they're saying? I know what you feel, and I know that there's some things they could be doing, but some of the things they're talking to you about, could any of it be true? And you know, the only answer I had was, yeah, there. Some of the some I can see why they're saying what they're saying. I, I I can see it. I don't I don't like it, but there's there's a, there's some things. They're they're not altogether off in in the assessment of why we can't move past this particular issue. And you know that really helped me to to pull back and and look. You know, wow. It, it, you know, is, is it true what what they're saying? If your direct report comes to you over a performance issue, could could they actually be right uh, without making excuses? Are you doing it? Or, or is there, you know, because truthfully, you know, Bill Gates said it best. Bill Gates said, bad news is your best friend. It's your best friend. If you can get past the emotions of it, bad news is your best friend. All it is is ways you can get better. So ask yourself, could it be true when it comes to something I'm doing or, or a roadblock in my life when I need to grow? One other path I've learned to take when it comes to avoiding a haughty spirit is, is literally just to try to be a lifelong learner. Now, I'm going to do a whole podcast over why this is so important because I'm telling you, leaders are learners. In fact, the very things that got you where you are won't get you to where you're going. The very key components, the very strengths, the very talents, all of that in and of itself, what got you here won't get you there. The greatest leaders across history, business leaders, spiritual leaders, the greatest leaders financially, the greatest leaders in our politics and our history, they were lifelong learners. They loved making sure that they grew. And I'm telling you, there's humility in that when you realize that you, you're, you're never fully there yet. If you look at some of the greatest athletes in our time, you'll hear people talk about their work ethic. You hear about young quarterbacks or even young players playing in the NFL talking about Peyton Manning and how they were stunned at how hard he worked even as a you know 15 plus year veteran in the league it, it that's why they're there they're they're still pushing on every level so I really do hope that 
Today's Thrive Podcast pushes you down the road just a little bit. And uh, hey, look, uh, it's going to be right here on SoundCloud. We're going to continue to to stack these things in here as often as possible. It will take a little while to grow the catalog, but I'm telling you, this is going to be a fun, fun project. And and I'm I'm really uh, humbled to get to uh, help you uh, thrive and succeed at Lee Company, but not just there, certainly. I can tell you the heart of Bill Lee and the heart of Richard Perko and the heart of all of the leaders at Lee Company is not that you just uh, grow and thrive professionally. Life is about so much more than your job. And how many times have you heard Bill Lee say that, you know, and and Richard Perko say that. So I I really do hope that you uh, buy into that because they they mean it. We want, and I, I mean it, I want you to thrive on every level. And that's what the Thrive Podcast is all about.